starting recording. And we are live. Welcome to another weekend, another Sunday. This is the Sunday Scaries presented by Cottonwood Media. Uh, it's your favorite host, favorite host. The dude who gets it done. And I'm joined, as always, by uh, the doctor, Sandy G, the glorious one. What's popping? Hey, man. How you doing? I am excited about this weekend. A lot of good stuff. Lots of fun to be had. The Today, what are we going to do? We're going to generally goof around. We're going to do a little XFL. We're going to do a little NBA All-Star. And then more general goofing around. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> so we we were talking prior. Uh, what is that noise? What noise? <laughs> Sounds like a vacuum. Somebody, someone just listened to this and went deaf. <laughs> I, I, I'm not hearing anything. Sounds like a jet engine. I apologize for nothing. Uh, the XFL was fun, I think. The NBA All-Star weekend was fun in, in its own way. Uh, my predictions for the XFL standings are not looking awesome right now, but every team that I thought would be good should have won, so that's a positive. Uh, man. Kind of like a kind of a tough weekend when the NFL's not here. A little cold, a little lonely. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm really excited to to have a uh, continuation of football. Um, not so far after a, a Super Bowl, um, and uh, the USFL is going to continue to satiate that need too. So. Um, I'm just excited to watch football past uh, February. So I saw something that said like in 2023, there would be like 46 or something of 52 weeks would have football. People are asking, is that too much football? You can saturate a market, I think. I mean, <sighs> and we also talked about if there can only be one, who is the one? that the NFL picks to be like their development league? For me, I think it would have to be the USFL. Um, if, unless they the play XFL, by rules? I'm not quite sure about the rules per se uh, I think in terms of how same. different they are. They could be. Probably. Um, but I do believe uh, that right now the way that the XFL is marketing themselves uh, kind of like more of the where the entertainment side, not necessarily the competitive side. Uh, yeah. Even though all the games look pretty competitive this weekend, um, I think the USFL could could have a start to be the development league. However, um, XFL kind of has a head uh, or a foot up on them because they're starting a whole um, like two months before the USFL. So if they really cement themselves as a very competitive, very serious league, even though they are kind of an entertainment side and sure. they have some goofy rules. Um, <laughs> We're going to get into that. Game. I about had an aneurysm trying to figure out what certain rules were. So that'll be a, a point of contention, I'm sure, throughout the season for, for you me. real quick. Yeah. Um, does it still sound like a jet engine's going No. Off? 
It hasn't sounded weird since I said it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> All right. I think I fixed it, but I don't know. Okay. It just, uh, the first game of the weekend was with my and I. You know what the 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 Vegas Vipers. I'm they have betrayed me for the last time, the first time <laughs> and the last time. They I selected them as my team with the pod. I'm selling. I hate this team Already? so much. I hate this team so nice. much. Nice. And <laughs> you know what I hate about them is I, it, for whatever reason, it clicked. They took the field and their quarterback. I know who he is, and he is the worst. He is terrible, terrible. Um, the nicest thing that announcers said about him: they started the game and they said, "Luis Perez." Not a strong arm, not mobile at all, but he can throw a good short pass. I was like, oh, my God, this is what we get. And to be fair, on his first, like, two drives, he was making very nice passes. They had some zip. But if you ask this guy to throw the ball 15 yards, I think his arm might have fallen off. Mm. And then... um uh, <laughs> they they also made a very clear point that um, right right out of the get go he threw a very short kind of semi screen pass to Martavius Bryant and the broadcast guys were like good decision getting him involved early he could quit at any moment <laughs> yeah no kidding bud. <laughs> Lots of confidence from. from why, do, why do you think he's not in the NFL anymore? No he he did not care. Huh. So uh, we we also got into the debate of who owns these teams. Does the league right. own them? Does the XFL own all of these teams? We, we How I understand f- that is right. yes. It's the it's the Rock and the other and his wife and the other guy that own them. Okay. I don't think that's his wife. I, that's just what I've read, but it, I could have been wrong what? too. I okay, have. well, you heard it here first, I guess. <laughs> um, because the, the we were looking up, like, is it worth it to play in the XFL? These guys are all getting paid, um, on average, sixty grand for five weeks of preseason and a ten-week season, so fifteen weeks, sixty grand. They get a benefits package and they get um, the XFL pays for two meals a day and travel and housing. So. Um, so like probably rounded up to on average, probably about a hundred K. Ah, that's probably high. Probably about 80. 80 K a year yeah. or a season, yeah. I guess. Um. I actually had that conversation this weekend too, which is funny that that you um, asked that. I think really what it is, is it, there's two different things here for people who are wanting to play in the XFL. One, you got to love the sport and you're bummed that you didn't make it in the NFL or you can't, you know, stay on a practice squad team or, you know, you're just mm-hmm. really wanting to play ball and uh, you feel like you're good enough to kind of showcase your talents. Um, but I think also two, um, you know, for me personally, if I had that ability, 
um, and I had the ability to play on a broadcasted stage, uh, you know, you could pay me probably less than 60 K a season. It, it could be worth the risk for sure. Yeah. And, and I know like some of were, the practice guys though, they can make up to like 380,000 in NFL season. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it's also, just, sorry, go, go for it. No, no, you. Okay. Well, I think it it's, like I said, it's, it's just for the love of the game. And like you were saying earlier, if the XFL does become the development league, then there's your chance. You're, you yes. might be getting paid, you know, shit, but um, right. if the XFL becomes serious, then great. Then, then you're in. So, or, or you're Paxton Lynch and turns out you can't play anywhere. I was very happy he got benched. That was, that was a fun <laughs> full circle moment. So he's been benched now. Kyler uh, goes, Kyler just goes, yeah, duh. <laughs> he's been benched in the NFL as a starter, XFL, um, CFL. No, they didn't even let him start in the CFL. Oh, God. <laughs> and he now just needs to do the USFL. <laughs> he could come full the circle. Yep, yep. There, there are some Chinese football leagues that might be interested in his talents. Oh, there you go. Japanese football is fun. If you look that up on YouTube, that's a fun thing to watch. So uh, let's just get back to the first game. Sure. Because I I hate the Vipers so much. <laughs> they started off the first half and were just, it looked like good football actually was being played. And I was like, oh, this team is good. They have legitimate NFL talent all over the field. They had an all-pro playing linebacker. Hmm. Which is absurd to me. What was it? Vic Beasley? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's unbelievable. That's that's an unbelievable talent that you know burned out for whatever reason, but he should kill this league. It, this this should be like high school football for him. But um, uh, to to his credit, he didn't do anything and um, forgot he was on the field. So good for him. But the the Vipers were just like stomping. It was 14-3 at halftime, and the broadcast guys loved talking about the gambling side of it, which was kind of fun at first. And then it was like, dude, we get it. The over's at 37 and a half, and you don't think it's going to get there, and this game sucks. But, dude, but every broadcaster was saying that exact same thing. I know. I know. It's, they it's were, I, I guarantee the narrative was like, if we can get – no league can fail if there's betting money behind it. Right. If you and I wanted to start a league of of quarter toss in the backyard and it was it was MJ versus fucking assistant, it was like, I bet you a million dollars I can toss this quarter closer to the wall than you. Mm-hmm. And people wanted to bet on that, we the league wouldn't fail. But so I, I think that's part of it. But turns out the over did hit, so suck it. <laughs> and you know what? The the Vipers didn't help at all in the second half. They went out there and looked like they'd never played football in the second half. They looked tired, like very mm. tired. So I think that'll happen. I think that'll happen probably more than it should in this league. The conditioning is just not going to be right. But then, you know, to Arlington's credit, which uh, you know I hate, <laughs> they – um. They just started moving the football down the field and scoring. Now, shame on me. I don't know who Drew Plitt is. His jersey 
the L and the I were so close together, I thought his name was Plutt for over half the game. So that that again, that's on me. Um, but the Renegades' offense didn't score a touchdown. Um, really? No. Not one. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> Jeez. Um, there huh. was uh, two pick sixes, and I believe a fumble recovery return. Okay. So, um, I'm I'm sure the Renegades are maybe the worst team in the league, but they just ran into Luis Perez, the the kid that can't throw the ball 15 yards. So shouts mm. out to him. Shouts out to Renegades defense, and honestly, <laughs> more than anything, uh, shouts out to like the two and three point conversions. Yeah, those are fun. Uh, also, here's where the rules get. I got bamboozled. There was no weird rule things in this game. They played it very much like a real football game. Um, except for the parts with after touchdowns, which fine. I, I kind of like them. It makes the game a little interesting. Yeah. It's, it seems like the standard is people were going for the um, like five yard, two points the most is what it seemed like to me. Uh, but you know what? I think they knew that everybody in this league can't kick the football because there were some just unbelievably bad kicks. I saw some nasty shanks as well. Yeah. It was it was remarkable. <laughs> I think yep, yep. we should uh we should get a tee and go out and find a field goal post and prep ourselves for next year. <laughs> Might be able to sneak in. I think I can uh, punch a 40-yarder. I know for a fact I I could do 30 yards tops and that's it. That's there's no farther I'm going. So we just got to limber the leg a bit. I guess I'll get some stretching done. The the point after th- things, uh, it's probably my favorite rule change comparing mm-hmm. NFL to XFL. Um, giving teams the opportunity to score three points uh, by actually like throwing or running the ball, uh, I think is really fun. So, yeah, yeah, that was a fun aspect uh, this weekend. So I did enjoy that. So. At the end of the game, at the end of the game, the Renegades take it. So I had them, I had them slotted on the, um, the bottom half of the league to start the season, but now they're on the top half after week one. So miss one for me. I think I also predicted them to, to, to kind of end the season towards the bottom. Um, uh, I, I didn't watch this game, admittedly, so all your uh, expert analysis is what I have to go off of, and then also the the um, the box score. What I can say, though, just by looking at the box score, um, rushing for the Vipers was abysmal. A average of 1.7 yards a carry on 15 carries for 25 yards is insane. Um, <laughs> when we were watching this game, we kept I kept track of best run of the day. Um, because I noticed the same thing was like 
no one on earth could run the football at all. It, it was ugly. Bob Stoops is the Renegades coach. Um, and it was early first or second quarter. And obviously he knew his kicker was garbage and they were between like the 40 and 30. So it was just automatically four down territory. Cause he wasn't going to punt it because, and I was, like, I was like, why won't he punt it? The punting rule is weird. If you punt a football, it has to land in play. It cannot go out of bounds within the 35 yard line. If it goes out of bounds, it automatically gets placed at the 35. Yeah. And also, um, the same rule applies to uh, kickoff and a touchback. Oh. So if you do a touchback on a punt, it doesn't matter. It goes to the 35. It's not on the 20. That's crazy. The kickoff rule is crazy, too, where if you don't kick it to at least the 20, you have to, it has to land between like the 20 and 30 or something. And if it doesn't, if you kick it too short, and it hits the ground, the ball gets put on like your 40. It goes past midfield to the good 40. Yeah. So that's that's the biggest penalty ever assessed in any sport of all time. It's like a 60-yard penalty. I don't I, I can't really say what maybe went into that decision, you know, preseason when they were setting all these rules up. The announcers were saying it simply it's just trying to encourage returns so it yeah. just encourage fast gameplay and and sure. fun stuff happening or whatever um but what you were saying you know like some of these kickers were really bad um if you have really bad kickers you might not get all that that fun return so no i don't know and and it seemed like the average return made it to the 25 anyway yeah what, what about do and and as far as calling your league the XFL, what does the X stand for now? Because it surely is not extreme. It can't be. <laughs> I want to say it means extreme, but I, I know what it's... it means. But it should it probably should mean safety. The safety football league, the SFL. Whatever their deal is, I understand you can't send people out there to have their brains bashed in for fun. But them talking about like, well, on the kickoff, we want to create low impact plays and this and that. It's like, dude, it's the fucking kickoff. This has been a play that has been high impact forever. And you know how the NFL got around that? The kickers would just kick it out of the end zone. Who cares? Sure. Who cares? I know I know you feel strongly about how the kickoffs look. Um, I actually kind of like it. I I agree with you that it it kind of makes it a little bit boring and the returns are short uh, and, and things like that. I, I, I agree with that to an extent, but I think it's really fun to basically have like <laughs> 10 on 10, yeah, essentially. Sure, sure. Um, there was one good kick return that made it past the 50. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely potential. Um, sure. I thought it was just unique enough to to gain my interest. Um, maybe and once they start fine. figuring it out, though, like what I think teams will start figuring out that we need to put some really good blockers in that ten man scrum right there mm-hmm. in the front, and, and you might see some stuff opening up in the future. Yeah, so. I mean, I watched a lot of guys straight up miss their blocks, and the receiver or returner was just screwed. But fine, I, the kickoffs aren't going to prevent me from having a good time watching it. It's just weird that that's how they chose to do it. Sure. 
Um, yep. So Vipers blow, Renegades blow, but Bob Stoops had this this 30-40. Third and one, he runs the ball. They don't get a yard. I think they lose a yard. He's like, we're going to mm-hmm. run it again. Lose another yard. They turn over on downs. It cuts to him on the sideline, and he did like the fake I'm a mad coach bit where he was just like, we 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 ran the ball twice and we couldn't even get a goddamn yard. And I was like, yeah, Bob, look at who you're coaching. Look at what you're dealing with. No shit, you didn't get a yard. Hmm. But then at the end of the game, he did like, it's when he said that, it's like he could not have cared less. He was like, I've won a national championship with <laughs> guys twice your ability. And I don't know why I'm doing this. But then at the end when he won, he was so happy. Like legit. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's probably just all for the level of sport, man. Just getting back into the swing of things, you know. Um, when we were watching the post-game interview, uh, Pat goes, this guy's giving a real college football interview, a real college football answers. And Tom and I just, like, looked over it and we're like, yeah. That's Bob Stoops. He goes, I don't know who that is. And we're like, yes, you do. <laughs> he goes, oh, the Oklahoma guy. We're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. And then. Pat also called Dean Blandino Dan. He just called him Dan Blandino for like an hour. <laughs> we never corrected him because it was funny. <laughs> well, he can be uh, now that he's big dog and he's New York now for the he, XFL. He is. All the shots. He can I be like Dan. That. I like that a lot. The inside the booth review of the review. <laughs> It's it's a very cool just all the, all the different like interviewing during the game and in the locker room at halftime and talking to Dean Blandino. Um, it's me, Dean Blandino. It's it's a very it adds a lot of entertainment value and, and it sets this this league apart to kind of be a little bit more sure. goofy and fun. I guess it's, so. it's, it's exactly like you're saying though. It's a high entertainment value. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some of those guys do not need to get a mic in front of them because they cannot. Handle it. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, there's going to be a lot of swearing for the rest of the year. Well, that's what uh, I want to know is who's who's eating that fine. That's on TV. Someone has to eat that fine. You can't find ha- a, you can't find one of these players fifteen thousand dollars when they're only making sixty. They're going to have to start doing tape delays. They're going to have to start doing like 15 second tape delays with an editor that's in there and a, and a sensor guy that's in there and just mm, shit, shit. We got to stop this. We gotta hammer, stop. hammer the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, right. but it's fun. It is fun. One of the guys scored a touchdown, ran over the sideline, did an interview and then ran back to do kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. See you. They asked him, Oh, how was that touchdown? And he goes, I should have done the gritty. <laughs> and then he runs back <laughs> on the field. <laughs> um, so here's the next game, the, the Houston Roughnecks and the Orlando Guardians. Oh, we got to wrap up the score, though. Oh, yeah, you okay, score. The Vegas Vipers, 20. The Arlington, maybe our offense will score next week. 22. Fuck the Vipers. Uh, <laughs> so here, here is 
firm handshakes. I knew it. The Orlando Guardians are terrible. We yep. could not have been more correct. They're bad. Um, they scored once in the first quarter and once in the fourth quarter. And Houston scored a lot more than that. What? Now, they were fighting an uphill battle. Paxton Lynch was their starting quarterback. Yeah, not a good start. Uh, and their backup quarterback actually did essentially the same, if not worse, to some regard. I'm looking at it here. Uh, Paxton and Quinton both threw for a touchdown, but Quinton threw for two interceptions, and Paxton only had one. My analysis of the play, and again, I, I wasn't uh, ultra-tuned in. I was busy while the game was going on, but um, I appreciated the uh, quarterback play of Dormady more than Lynch. I think I might have a bias against Lynch because I just think he's been an ass quarterback forever. Um, True statement. I, I think Dormady has – you know, little to no experience, maybe some practice squad experience on a couple teams uh, in the NFL. I think he came in uh, and, and did fine as a backup quarterback. Um, but I, I think the ultimate thing here is is Orlando just doesn't have enough weapons on offense, and it's it's just not going to be a good season for them offensively, I don't think. No, you're definitely right. And on the other side of that, uh Brandon Silvers didn't look great, but he uh, scored a lot of points. But Houston's running game is actually pretty good. Yeah, they have um, that white guy, Max Borgi or yeah. Borgay or whatever. Lamborghini. Uh, yeah, he. I think he played in the NFL, maybe just preseason, but I think he did play in the NFL. But um, – I, I was just impressed outright and, and uh, with Houston's play. Uh, I think Wade Phillips is is a great uh, coach to have. Um, I, I think they really lucked out on, on getting that he's guy. Definitely the best coach in the league. So yeah, I I, I was just really impressed with how they just kind of handled this team. Uh, they looked honestly, if I if I'm, and they obviously scored the most points this weekend, but. Um, they honestly look the most polished and the most ready to go uh, yes. of the teams that I saw. They had a plan. They stuck with it, and it was working. Their defense is good. Their offense is suitable, and they have the best head coach. Yeah, yeah. They were moving the ball effectively. They were stopping a a bad team and not, you know, playing down to their level. Um, it was impressive to see somebody uh, or see a team. Uh, in a new league, brand new kind of format, uh, mm-hmm. jump out there and kind of impress uh, impress the fans. So, yeah, it was cool. And the crowd was great at that game, too. So it was cool to see. The post game, just seeing everybody walking around with cowboy hats on, being real Texas. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> Wade Phillips is a national hero. It was interesting to see in the stands of, of the, the three games that I watched – uh, 
it was just like all NFL jerseys. And I know that the XFL isn't selling jerseys right now, but like, I don't know. I, I think they expecting. are. Are they really? Okay. Sure. Maybe a couple weeks ago they weren't, but maybe they are now. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I was just expecting like a lot more like team merch, but I saw a shit ton of NFL jerseys. It was kind of, kind mm-hmm. of funny to see. <laughs> all the, all the Broncos Rams stuff. I saw I saw the Rams jersey at DC just a mm-hmm. little bit ago. Some guy was wearing a, a Stafford jersey, I think. That was a mistake. Um, yeah, I saw a lot of different teams out there. I, I was down at the gas station and I uh, worked out a trade where the Rams get Aaron Rodgers and the Packers get Stafford. So you can thank me in advance for that one. God, pretty good what deal a, on my end. What a nightmare. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you though. Brandon Silvers didn't necessarily, uh, dazzle, but I think if he limits his mistakes a little bit more, um, they're going to do just fine this season. Um, they can play both phases, all three phases rather of the ball. I think I didn't really necessarily pay too much attention to the kicking. I don't know if they're good or not on that, but um, their kicker didn't commit any penalties. Yeah. Or, Um, you know. Orlando sure did. God, yeah. It was, it was, uh, I I think the Roughnecks did put on the best show, the most consistent play from start to finish. They never really looked like they were running in reverse. And I think a lot of that comes down to, they, they put a lot of emphasis on, well, we only had like five weeks of training camp to get ready and we didn't do a lot of, there was like no contact rule for this little five week training camp. Um, Mm. If all you have is the knowledge of who is coaching you, Wade Phillips can fix so much before it ever happens. And he, he's a football guy, football guy. So he can, he can connect to any football guy. Yeah, no, I, I think that they have, uh, and I'm sure when Wade Phillips accepted the head coaching position, I'm sure he made sure that the other, you know, offensive, defensive coordinators were people he trusted and mm-hmm. and people he he really respected. So um, they, they have a really good coaching staff behind it. They might not have the best players behind them, but they have the best coaching staff probably. Um, and, and that might pay dividends uh, in this league, especially in this first season, maybe even next season. Uh, sure. Maybe the coaching staff is what's really going to matter for these teams. And it, it could. So, Orlando, buckle up. <laughs> it, it might be a bad 10 weeks based off what are I we, just saw there. Are we thinking that they go – so, how many games – is it 14 games? 10. 10 games? Are yes. we thinking they go 0-10? That might be a bit extreme, but, I mean – there's other bad teams in this league. Like, they, to say they're like the worst is dumb. Okay. But how about this? I don't yeah. think they win more than two games. If they win three games, um, I'll eat a hot chip on camera. Okay. Uh, go, yeah, deal. Uh, and if they do, I'll do it. Uh, Okay, fair enough. You're, you still got to load the whole can of threes in your mouth. <laughs> Dude, I'm not. I, all right. We'll figure that out. It, it, it Shouts out 
to the Eagles. It has to be filmed, but of course, uh, man. So, I, yeah. Going back to the Vipers real fast, I <clears throat> I was like surprised that uh, Perez was the quarterback because I was like that isn't that's not what I thought was going to be the preseason or in preseason not who I thought was the quarterback. Brett Hundley sat on the bench. I don't know what's happening. Why is he not the starter for Vegas? That's half the reason I picked him. Yeah, good I question. Gotta, I got to figure this out because if he's not playing, I don't want any part of the Vipers. You're going to have to call The Rock and ask him what's going on. Well, there. they won't respond to me on Twitter. I've, I'm just I'm trying to be your number one fan and they are just spitting in my grave. <laughs> All right. You want to read track. the score on this one? Sure. Yeah. The Orlando all we're guarding is a 0 and 10 season guardians 12 and the Houston Wade Phillipses. Yes. <laughs> we're just going to call him the Houston Wade Phillips all year, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Wade Phillips. All right. <clears throat> this game was a treat. The battle Hawks and the Brahmas. This was what the XFL wanted more than anything on earth. And games we also decided did, in the fourth quarter. Games where all of their rules were used. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also got bonus AJ McCarron wife now on the sideline. We did. We didn't we get did. Brent Musburger creaming his shorts over it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he no, saw the no. highlight. <laughs> you, yeah, you know he was watching. Eyes wide, trying to make sure he sees oh. that stuff. Oh. <laughs> Admittedly, to me, this game was incredibly boring. It, it was terrible. Like, until the last eight minutes. Until and there was a became, minute and a half on the clock, if we're being totally yeah, honest. Uh, it became really fun after that. I will say this. Um, I'm, I'm not a dad, but... Uh, those kids were old enough to go to the football game. I don't want the camera guy filming you telling him to lean over the railing to mouth kiss him. Okay. Hey, hey hold on a second. Hold on a second. We got a real Tom, Tom Brady, Brady situation. No, 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 <laughs> no. He is the Tom Brady of the XFL and I, we're going to roast him the same. Fair enough. He said in an interview, my kids looked up YouTube highlights of me, and I was like, where? Where did they find these? Because it got to be college. It can't, can't be NFL. <laughs> and he goes, that's why he said, that's why I'm playing in the XFL, so they can see their dad play. And also so I can get 100 camera guys filming me kiss them. <laughs> and I don't know if he has three kids or two kids, because that third kid on the railing just got like a high five and was like, Thanks for coming. <laughs> I know I'm sure yeah, that was not his kid, but geez, dude. <laughs> maybe Very one funny. of his, maybe one of his brothers or sisters' kids or something. I don't know. But um, <laughs> it was like, good to see you, pal. <laughs> Who let you out of the dungeon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this game was filled with garbage. Neither of these teams could move the ball. Heinz Ward, I guarantee, is a bad coach. I saw enough tape, bad coach. 
you see his halftime stuff where he's like, all right, guys, we can do it. Let's just, um, uh, what, what do you do? For, let's, uh, let's get some turnovers. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get some turnovers. Uh, yeah, no kidding, bud. <laughs> I, I did not see. So was that a, a like a halftime speech or something? Yeah, yeah. I did not see that. I, I may have fallen asleep uh, during that uh, time. Smart. What I noticed from Heinz Ward was incredibly happy all the whole entire game, joking around, laughing, smiling, all this different stuff. Even though the game was like really boring and shitty, I think he was just happy <laughs> to be there. And then yeah. I'm just here so I don't get fined. As soon as AJ McCarron starts throwing fucking dimes all over the field. Just instantly sourpuss, just fucking eh, just pouting and sad. Is, is Heinz Ward an all-time bad body language guy? Uh, he could be. He could be. <laughs> we might he, need to track this. He's maybe he's unrealistic in his expectations. Maybe he's just like, this is going to be really fun, even if we lose. And then he started losing, and he was yeah. like, oh shit, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it turns out. Oh, I hate to see it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because for that first, for the first 90% of the game, AJ McCarron looked like garbage. And I kept thinking they're going to take him out. He wasn't turning the ball over. He just was throwing weird passes. And then they had him mic'd up for the game, which I think is kind of cool. Um, but he threw a pass to a receiver. He throws it. The receiver stopped and the pass just went incomplete. And you hear him yelling at this guy, keep running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, AJ, let's let's rewind a little bit here. You do understand what you're playing in. He he was very vocal in college. He he was that kind of guy. It, it just kind of trying to be that leader guy. Sure. Um and, and be that very vocal, like, hey, this is what I need you to do you know, things like that kind of, you know, just trying to be that, that outspoken individual. Uh, and as a quarterback, you kind of want to see that you, you kind of want to see your guy kind of holding people accountable. Uh, and who knows, maybe he was, you know, telling people on the sideline, like, Hey, it's also on me, you know, things like that. Um, it, it was crazy though, to see just how off they were for the first, you know, 35, 40 minutes of this. The timing game. was bad all around. It was. And, and then they couldn't all run the ball just, were shit either. He just turned on the boosters for like the last half of the fourth quarter. He had 50 yards passing uh, until like six minutes in the fourth quarter. Really? And then he <laughs> threw 140 yards and two touchdowns in, in that last bit of time. It was crazy. Because, yeah, the, the, the funniest thing of all of it is it's like um, – it had it had the score and it was just like uh Battlehawks 18 or not not Battlehawks uh the Brahmas uh 15 uh the Battlehawks 3 and then it was like with a minute 45 on the clock and then the game ends and it's 1815 and you're like whoa that something went really bad but what happened yeah. what happened was good touchdown drive and then they did it they did the fourth and 15 onside kick, which was awesome. 
So they retained possession by completing that fourth and 15, and then they just went and scored again. Because why not? So I was reading um, somewhere, or, or maybe one of the announcers said it, that was actually a proposed rule um, last year for the NFL. And, oh, really? And, and the bigwigs at the NFL said, no, that's dumb. We don't want to do that. Um, so XFL heard that that was proposed during a meeting. Uh, they said, why don't we try this out? And I think that's fun. That is 100% entertainment <laughs> fun for the whole family. That I is would, a very fun I would, rule. I would rather see that than the new version of the NFL onside kick where the recovery rate is like 1%. Right. Because and and the, the the I thought the rule was like you could do it whenever you want. You have to be losing in order to do it, which is cool. Correct. That's cool. Yep. That's a great rule, honestly. It might look so, dumb, but it's a great rule. There's a lot of rules that are set up in this league to benefit the underdog or to mm-hmm. benefit the person losing. Big and, and again, that's that's sheer entertainment value. That that's a very fun kind of you know we're an entertainment company spin on a sport so i mean yeah, if, I this, love if this were the nfl and you were winning 15 to 3 with a minute and a half on the clock you almost never never lose that game yeah and in the first week of the xfl it happened now i will say this i thought the Bra- the brahmas were the bulls or the rocks team and they got screwed over, so maybe they're not the team of destiny. Oh, okay. You're predicting that whoever the Rock claims, quote unquote, is yes. going to be the one that's on top. Yes. Okay. He is the Brahma Bull, and there's a team named after him. So mm. I, I got my my silver hat on, tin foil. Uh, alarms are blaring. I think this is the sneaky pick to win the league. But after seeing this, nope, The Rock is playing it clean. No favorites. <laughs> ah, okay. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you who you thought the the team was if it's not the Brahmas, but it is. Hmm. The, it's if I had to choose right now, couldn't do it. It yeah. seemed pretty clean week one. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, this game had had nothing for the majority of it, and then it actually was the best finish. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. A couple of individual um, players on each team that I really noticed. Um, on the Battlehawks, um, they have a running back, Brian Hill, mm-hmm. um, who looked really good. He was uh, the all-time leader in yardage for Wyoming, I want to say. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, and he looked really good uh, in the backfield. Uh, Austin Proel, which is uh, the offensive coordinator, uh, it's his son, um, came up big in that last drive, caught the fourth uh, and 15 is that pass, the, and then caught the last touchdown. So Is that the same guy that played wide receiver in the NFL? Yep. Mm-hmm. So his dad played in the NFL and became the coordinator. Now he does this. Yep. And okay. now he's playing on his dad's team, which I know. I know Prol. He he was a longtime Ram. Well, there you go. Um, he was very good. And um, 
for the Brahmas, uh, even though he didn't get a lot of shine and, and the numbers aren't super insane, uh, Kalen uh, Balage or Balage, however you say his last yeah. name, uh, he was a Miami guy. I think he played on the Saints, too, for a season. Um, 24 carries for 84 yards, three and a half per attempt. But, I mean, if you're giving the guy 24 carries, you believe in him a lot. Um, and, and he really impressed me, too. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a that's lot a of offensive volume. weapons. Yeah, that's that's a good volume for carries. Holy cow. Yep, yep. So, I think both of these teams have have some good offense to, to build on. Um, you could make the argument that their defenses are really stout because of how low scoring the game was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I didn't, won't. nobody wowed me on their defense, either of them. So I think Landon Akers played for the Rams uh, the year we went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots. Yeah, he came up with some big catches too. They kept comparing him to Wes, Wes Welker. He wants um, to be Wes Welker so bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, sure. If they want to say he's Wes Welker reincarnated, then sure. Let's make it happen, I guess. He's probably, uh, yeah, all right. I mean, fine. I get it. All white wide receivers are Wes Welker. I get it. <laughs> yep. Any guy that doesn't stretch the field and loves to run those crossing routes, Wes Welker, who I get it. He's the archetype. This this game was dominated in every statistical metric by the Brahmas until the last one and a half minutes. So shouts out to sweet comebacks. Shouts out to cool rules. And uh, shouts out to being clutch at the end of the game. Yeah. All very entertaining, very fun things. You can walk away from that game being like, boy, I wasted a lot of time watching this because it did suck until the end when you're like, oh, that was fun. Left It, it left a little uh, pep in the step. You were kind of juiced after. You're like, oh, good one. <laughs> well, yeah, this was the first XFL game of this season that I watched in its entirety mm-hmm. um, and actually paid attention to for the most part. And um, I, I was so bored. And I was like, oh, great. Every game is going to be like this. So yes. it was fun to see the ending the way it ended. So, all right, now we will ring them up. The St. Louis Battlehawks, Carl, eighteen, and the Rock Brahmas, Bra- Brahmas, Brahmas, Bruh, fifteen, <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> the San Antonio Bruh, Bruh. <laughs> The San Antonio Surfer dudes, bruh. Good call. There's some stuff we can workshop there. We're going to get them a good name. I'm never going to say their name right. I don't know what it is. That's okay. We'll help you through it. Okay. Thank you. Get Can't you do it lessons. alone. Hooked on phonics, maybe. It takes a village. <laughs> um, so here, I talked about this last week. I brought up the fake Twitter beef that I have created in my mind with a guy that knows no more about the XFL than I do. <laughs> sure. But, but um, he doesn't know I exist and he doesn't know that I have created this uh, battle. The defenders are dog shit and they won. That's the worst part of this to me. He says they're the best team in the league with the best quarterback. No. 
You know what? You know what though? Uh, what's his name? Taamu. Mm-hmm. Tiamu. Taamu. Taamu. Yep. He's absolutely the most mobile quarterback in the league. I saw him scrambling and running and playing football. He looked a little overwhelmed out there, I would say. Um, he's not going to be – I mean, so I think we talked about it in the in the preseason um, video that we had a couple of, of weeks ago. Ta'amu and Derek King um, mm-hmm. – are are the two movers and shakers they're they're running quarterbacks first really um and they have them both on the same team which Mm -hmm. it opens up a lot of possibilities and a lot of uh playmaking opportunities uh really opens up yeah so i think that's really fun for them but i agree with you 100 that guy saying that you know ta'amu's ready for the xfl he's ready to wow people you know what I don't know what the hell he's talking about because I did not see anything that impressed me that much. So he was so he was eight for nineteen with eighty six pass yards. His best play of the game was like a 40, 30 yard run, something like that, that got called back on holding. Right. Mm-hmm. And that hold was lame. It was a lame hold. Like I did not need to hold, but he did. Um he can't, he can't throw the ball very well. He throws it hard. He certainly throws it hard. I, whatever, man. He, I didn't think he was very good. You know what they were also not very good at? Running the football. I, oh. Look, I'm just going to, if you run the ball 33 times and average two and a half yards a carry, you're not good at running the football. Yeah, um, Derek King uh, with that touchdown that he ran in uh, with you know just a, a drawn up play like that. No, that was like uh, that was a two point conversion. Well, he also scored a touchdown though. No, he um, didn't. did he? Yeah. Oh, you're right. He did. Um, Good call. Good call. You're he, right. Um, I remember him being that way in college, and really when he was at Houston, especially, uh, just kind of opening up that style of quarterback play where it's like, I kind of want to run first. Mm-hmm. Um, he just I doesn't think, have the arm to back it. Yeah. And yeah, it, it they're going to have a really tough time uh, if they can't throw it very well, if they can't run it very well, they're going to have to really lean on that defense, which honestly, I mean, what did really well. Um, Their defense was uh, impressive to, I, to say the least, I suppose. They gave up a lot of yardage for sure, but um, they were locking receivers down. Um, you know, they were anticipating throws from Danucci, and and to me, it just really th- their quarterback or their cornerback and safety play uh, really impressed me a lot. So, yeah, you're you're definitely right that um, either they either they tricked Danucci into making some like bad passes or they were able to respond as they should to bad passes one of the two but either way they they got ben quite a bit um dude that motherfucker <laughs> was throwing into triple high coverage i know so. he could he only had two interceptions he could have had five it was so bad so he bad. he could have he could have thrown five and been like yeah i better go sit down I 
Yeah. Uh, I did don't he, know. Did he get his bell rung? Oh, Is, so are you talking about why Steven Montez went in? Yeah. I, I, um, I, no. I saw the play. Then he was on the sideline. He looked a little confused, and then he was playing again. Um, no, Hazlitt just said uh, that Take they were breather. just – Yeah, they were just trying to see what they have with Montez. Um, after that second interception, I, I was like, oh, they're probably going to put Montez back in. I mean, he didn't really get a, enough opportunities to really show him, so maybe – maybe the during practice this next week is going to be a lot tighter than, than it was in the past, sure. but and maybe next um, week you just start with Montez. Yeah. Maybe have him start a series and just see how it goes. And sure. Why not? This is a real, interesting. this is a real Patriot situation. Ooh. Uh, <clears throat> they did. However, let Ben throw the ball 54 fucking times. <laughs> what a stud. You know how many passes I would let him throw? 25. You know how many times they ran the football? 11. 17. 17. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> three of those don't count. Okay. Because they were Ben running forward, getting sacked for a one-year sure. game. Uh, yeah, but yeah, sure, yeah. fine. Uh, but you know what? At the end of the day... The, the dragons looked terrible and then they would go on a good drive, a long drive, and they would look like a team that could do it. And you know who stopped them more than anybody? Brain dead Jim Hazlitt. <laughs> I, the game ended and I tweeted out, you have to fire him immediately. There's no way. Someone, someone, this made me just gut laugh. So, someone posted a, a picture of the Seahawks on the one yard line in the Super Bowl, and right next to it was the Dragons on the one yard line of this game. Uh, <laughs> like, dude, just hand the ball off. I don't know what that play was. was so, a, was that a Ben DiNucci run? I didn't know he did that. That was awful. There's some context here, my friend, that we are missing. Okay. And I'm maybe I'm a little bit biased because the Dragons are my team, but well, for my the team first now too, <laughs> right? The first half and the first half of the third quarter, the Dragons looked fine. They were making some mistakes, but who wasn't this weekend in the XFL? Week one. Week one. Yep. Midway through the third quarter fate stepped in the security of the stadium at audi field took away the 2000 cup beer stack that the crowd was developing it was an incredible snake and the fans obviously were pissed off because that's a lot of hard work blood sweat and tears went into stacking those cups so somehow they all had lemons. Well, everyone knows. Everyone knows when you get a summer shandy in the middle of winter, they come with a lemon. <laughs> but dude, these were full lemons on the field, like big ass lemons. <laughs> you think they robbed the lemonade stand? <laughs> I, what they probably did is we're not allowed to drink beer anymore because security's being dicks. So give me all your fucking lemons. And they went and grabbed the lemons and threw those motherfuckers on the field. 
And the refs, like, <laughs> didn't even clear the lemons. Like, they're just still all there, just behind the play. And um, so are you are you suggesting that Ben DiNucci slipped on lemongrass? What I'm saying, yes, is that Ben DiNucci is allergic to lemons. Okay, obviously. The fans knew that, threw them all in the field because they were pissy. Oh, fuck. And that's when they started losing, midway through the third quarter when people were throwing lemons. You're right. Lemongate. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. We're gonna, you know, we got to run this down. We got to figure out where they got the lemons. It's a classic caper for the ages. We need to get down to the bottom of it. I'm going to try to reach out to the D.C. Defenders front office and figure out where these lemons came from. It's a it's a good uh, mystery. We got to get the the gang on the case. What if they just have what if they just have Lemon Lady who stuffs her pockets before every game and she distributes them? Well, um, the announcers were talking about how it's like specific to that stadium because I think I think a MLS team plays there. With every purchase of a ticket, you get a lemon. And like the fans just have been bringing lemons. It's just been a tradition. I guess. I don't know. That's what I, I remember hearing. So Honestly, that's very funny. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to kind of track that down and see if we can come up with something next week. Um, but to your point, yes. Hazlitt, in the last two and a half minutes of the game, we're still up, but still we're, up. we're struggling, but we're still up. We call our last time out at... Two minutes, 30 seconds yeah. before the two-minute warning. So it's like, okay, we don't have any more timeouts, and we also cannot challenge now. And then... That was a weird timeout. We have the most insane 40-second drive to the one-yard line. Yeah. And we call a quarterback option running to weak side between just Danucci and the running back. And everybody else is on the other side of the field, and it instantly gets swallowed up. And all you have to do, you're on the one-yard line. You just have to turn around and hand it off to your guy, and he can just plow through the line. That's all you have to do. I mean, you could do basically anything there but fumble that football, and you can try again. So, oops. I don't understand it. I don't understand why we did that. Jim Hazlitt hasn't been a good coach in years. I don't understand. I don't. We're, we're going to have to support extra hard next week. Like I was saying in the group chat, I'm hoping that it was just like a, a misunderstanding, like the running back didn't understand the play, or maybe Danucci didn't understand the play, and, and it just people just got all goofed up. But if that's the way you're going to coach in in your two minute drill, then you don't deserve to win the game. Because you're obviously no. not practicing a good two-minute drill. Um, big surprise from this game, honestly, to me, was uh, Josh Gordon didn't suck. He looked good out there. Really Yes. Good. He was their best receiver, and I don't think it was close. There's a, there was another receiver, number three, uh, Pearson or, or Pearson or whatever, um, who also did really well as well. He's a little guy. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. He was all over the place, dude. Yeah, he kind of reminded me of that Acres guy, but um, but not white. And, right. <laughs> um, 
and, and just was moving all over the field, uh, able to to kind of spread the field and shake tackles too, because he's just so small and shifty. So those two receivers are going to be awesome for them if they mm-hmm. keep that, this up through the rest of the season. I, I I love Josh Gordon coming back though, and you know these motherfuckers aren't getting tested. He's going to be able to play a full season, I think. High out of his mind if he wants. Who cares? Oh, I hope so. I bet he was chiefed out for sure. Uh, th- we could. What if we get a Johnny Manziel situation where he scores a touchdown and then lights a blunt on the field? I want that to happen. I, I think would, we should. I'm going to tweet him, actually. I'm going to yeah. tweet him after we're done here. I'm going to tell him <laughs> I will send you some marijuana for you to smoke. Shouts out to Washington. <laughs> hey, uh, man, it's legal here. That's what I'm saying. Shouts out. <laughs> Not for me, but for most people. Yeah, you're a good boy. I'm a, I'm a guy doing a thing. <laughs> That's what they say. They, uh, I was going to ask you is, uh, I don't think this is the guy McKnight. What, did he used to play for the Jets? No, this, uh, Kelvin McKnight is uh, this guy was a tight end. I know who you're talking about. I don't think the Jets guy was a tight end. Okay, because he was a returner. I'm seeing yeah. here he was uh, a. There's no way this guy's a tight end. He's five nine. Oh really? Okay, then I'm I might be mistaken, but I don't think that is he the only Jets he guy. only ever played for the Broncos. Okay. Um, but then he was a Winnipeg Blue Bomber. Oh, hey. Shout out CFL. Shout out CFL. But no one, the, the greatest CFL player of all time, pride of Eastern Washington. Is that? Oh. <laughs> Bo <laughs> Levi Mitchell. Um, Bo Levi. Let's rock. Um, this was a really fun game, unless you were a Seattle Dragons fan. And that it was really disappointing. I was screaming at the TV. I haven't screamed at a TV since I think the Super Bowl. <laughs> so that was fun. You got you got a week um, break or what? I didn't break. No, I didn't. Are you asking no. if I broke the TV? No, no. You took one week off of screaming at the TV. Oh yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I had my <laughs> I had my cool down. I took a lap and, and now I'm screaming at the TV again. It's been but, seven um, days since the last TV verbal assault. Yep. This offense. I, I'm really impressed with. I really liked. Uh, they shouldn't have lost this game. Just bad decision making towards the end. Uh, defenders, uh, good on you. Uh, have fun with this team. Uh, you're gonna ride your defense. If you do anything this season, you're gonna ride your defense to the end. So. Did you see the? Um, I can't remember what game they popped it up on, but it was the the overall odds to win the XFL this year. I did not see the overall. Odds. So they had they had the dragons um, at the top with um, somebody else, but they're like plus three hundred or something. And I think that the worst sense. the worst odds were like plus nine hundred. No one has any idea how bad bad is. Yeah, that's so, kind of crazy. Is there a playoffs in this, or are we just like whoever has the most wins at the end of the season is the winner? How do we do this? <laughs> My understanding, and I could be wrong here. Nope, you're my, the expert now. <laughs> thank you. My understanding is that they're going to take the teams with the two best records at the end of the season, 
and they're going to play for a championship. Oh, that's cool. Fine. That's cool. what I understand. Deal. Um, or it's going to be the top because it's it's two divisions. It's two leagues. I think it's north right. and south. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to do top in the in the north, top in the south, and then they play. Sure, maybe. that makes sense. All right, good deal. Uh, you want to ring up the sad dragons? I will. Um, I'm a sad dragon today. Um, the Dude, Seattle. Sorry, go. Okay. <laughs> and I'm Don't choking die. on myself. The Seattle. What is you doing? What is you doing? Sea dragons, 18. And the DC dumbass defenders got this <laughs> fucking win, uh, with 22. What if we made sad dragon t-shirts and it was just a dragon crying? Those would sell like hotcakes. Oh, like. bud, that the Seattle Sad Dragons. <laughs> yeah, that's way better than the Sea Dragons. What were they thinking? The Salty Dragons. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's week one of the XFL, and uh, good for us. Lots of fun. Lots we, of fun this week. We promised we would talk about it. We did week one, and it was good enough that I'm going to do week two. I'm promising a week two. One weird thing, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, I, I would love to keep talking about it for the rest of the season. One weird thing, though, is that um, Seattle gets the fastest turnaround for the entire season in the XFL. They play this Thursday. Yeah, they're, go- they're going to get on a bus and drive home and then play on Thursday. So, Yeah, I don't know the decision there. I, I don't understand it, but whatever. I, th- I think that's just not understanding scheduling correctly. Because the NFL doesn't hardly do that. Maybe they do. Maybe. No, there's no way they give you three days off in the NFL. There's no way. Well, I'm okay. So I'm looking at the rest of the season and we might be spending a tiny bit more time on this when we need to. But Seattle is the only team that plays both Thursday games. (laughs) Oh, good. Fucking awesome. We're just kind of screwing the team that's the farthest north. Hilarious. Love well, you, yeah, I mean, that's that's the penalty of the West Coast. Yeah, sure. That is West Coast. And why are there games like two hours apart? I don't know. Pat, Pat put it the best way. He goes, if I watch that first game at whatever it is, noon, and I get too drunk, I'm going to fall asleep in the second one if you put it on four hours later. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. But... All right. Shouts out to the XFL. Shouts out to the rock. Very fun. Thanks, Dwayne. Fix your, fix your officials uniforms. They're weird. Did you like the red hat guy? I like the red hat guy. (laughs) He seemed to have a lot of power. Yeah. I I don't, I don't know the power dynamics there, but Dan, you know, is fun. White hat, white, black hat, red hat. Who knows? Uh, Let's move into the NBA All-Star festivities. Sure. Um, we'll start with uh, the Saturday skills games real fast because those are usually fun. And I know what people are thinking. The dunk contest sucks, and it usually does. But this year we had a participant that wanted to win. So that was cool. But let's back up a little before that. That's just a teaser. Nobody cares about the skills competition. We don't care if you dribble and run fast. 
tough. I don't care. Skip. Three-point shootout. Now, I'm not saying I would have won the three-point shootout, but I wouldn't have gotten last. That one motherfucker got four points. Four. Who was it? Was it uh, Jalen Brunson? No, it was... What, Hewley or something? Oh, Huter? Um, yes. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that, that white guy, right? Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Okay, I know who you're talking about. He stunk, dude. That's embarrassing. I couldn't believe how, like, uh, there's no way. There's just no way, but fine. Uh, conversely, the one kid from the Pacers, uh, shot the lights out in one round. It was awesome. Just cash everywhere. But, uh, my favorite in it was Damian Lillard. Obviously, duh. He's awesome. He did win. Very cool. Very cool. Yep. Yep. Love to see that. And they said no less than. I don't know, five times that he went to school just 30 minutes away. <laughs> Shouts out to Weber State. Love to see it. He used to kill the Eagles. Hey, man, we were instrumental in his uh, rise to NBA stardom. Some would say we knew him before he was Dame Dalla. We, uh, he, he didn't heckle us, but <laughs> yeah, we, we really would give it to him. <laughs> our heckling propped him up to who he is today. He was crazy to watch then. It was cool that he did it in a Weber State um, jersey, too. It was cool. So I'm glad he won. Anytime he gets to shoot, I like watching because he's he's really incredible. He probably doesn't get enough um, national spotlight, but everyone knows who he is. Like, he's very, very cool. And he seems like uh, an awesome guy to hang out with. Dame is on a team in the Blazers who has been set up for success so often and they just can't finish. And if they even made it to a finals, I think he would be given his flowers and, and he's just not. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it sucks to see, but it's awesome. he's got to be an awesome teammate because he has said multiple times on multiple different interviews, you know, pregame, postgame, uh, practice, shoot around, all this different stuff. I never want to leave Portland. Portland's my city. I mm-hmm. love being here. I oh, want yeah. to only play for Portland and retire here. So he he's an awesome guy, and he's one of the best shooters and, and passers in the league right now. So Yeah, good for him. I like when he wins. Uh, and then yep. he also was awesome in the all-star game today too. We'll get to that in a minute, but we'll go to the dunk contest now where controversially, uh, Carl Malone was a judge. Uh, <laughs> uh, Malone was involved in a lot of all-star stuff this weekend and people just kept being like, well, remember that he, uh, allegedly, might have committed assault of the sexual variety. I don't know if we need him uh, in the public eye. 
but uh, yeah, he was there. And you know what? It was probably just because it was Utah, right? It was yes, of course. Yeah, of course it was. Uh, saw John Stockton a bit. Fuck that guy. Uh, Carl Malone looks like he has like a, a soggy shit in his pants all the time. He looks like the most <laughs> unfun human to interact with. I don't think he smiled one time. He looks like he looks like you're like. 70 year old grandpa that has never been proud of anything you've ever done. He hates basketball. He is a sourpuss. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. He, Michael Jordan hates him. And yeah, they that's do not get tough. Along. That's tough when MJ noted asshole is like, you're worse than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. The dunk contest happens. There are four people that I could not care at all. Getting the weird noise again. Oh, it's gone. Okay. What? Back. Gone. It's back? It's good. Okay. (laughs) We're fine. Fight through it. Just fight through the adversity. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. I saw today that um, Matt McClung in his career has made $106,000. When he won the dunk contest, he won $100,000. So he was oh. he was playing for something. He was and to be fair, he had the three best dunks of the night. Yeah. There's no doubt that he's he's very electric to watch, and, and he um, uh, when he was rolling through the G League a little bit this year, uh, or maybe not G League, uh, yeah. maybe that was last year. I can't remember. But, he's a um, G Leaguer for life, as far as I know. He he uh, his style of play is just really interesting. Uh, just a, a small guy who can really slam it, and um, I actually you know, forgot how small he was. Yeah, it, it, it's fun to see those kind of players. So um, while he does, you know, he, he's a great player and, and a great dunk contest participant for sure. I Like I said, you know, in the group chat a couple of days ago, you know, I, I knew he was going to win it as soon as he got announced that he was in there. Yeah, um, no, that, that was kind of like a fun NBA gimmick. Kind of. Yeah. But, but I'm glad that he won doing the dunks he did. The first, one, the first one was cool, jumping over those guys and tapping the ball off the backboard and dunking it. Very cool. And then his last dunk, doing just like a straight-up 540 windmill, nuts. Very good dunk. Yeah. No, worst, that was a really good one. Yeah. Worst dunk of the night? I don't know who this guy was, but never let him back in anything fun again. He did the... This made me mad on like multiple levels. He did he did a honey dip, which awesome dunk. If you can honey dip, that's such a sick dunk. Except for the part where he couldn't quite make it all the way up, so he took his offhand and pulled himself up and over with the net, and then grabbed an envelope out and revealed that he scored his own dunk a fifty. 
And the judges were like, that's a 42 at best. And everyone was like, this is lame. The crowd was like, this is lame. I do. If you're going to do something that's not original and is well known to be a dunk created by Vince Carter, don't score yourself a 50. If you got to get out the, the step ladder to pull yourself up. Sure. I too could honey dip. I just got to grab the net and pull myself up. That was fraudulent. That guy was lame. Made me mad. Okay. Probably way more mad than it should have, but it was lame. <laughs> yeah, you you sound pretty revved up about it. I but. just oh. so shouts out to Matt for winning and doing cool dunks. He might have single handedly saved the dunk contest for two more years. Um, and, and boo to John ja Morant and everyone else is like, I'll never do it. Yeah. That's not fun. He, he was being kind of a brat about it. Um, I didn't, I didn't watch the, the, um, the interview that he was giving. I just read the article about it. Mm-hmm. Um, did he give any reason like why is he just like, cause I don't want to get hurt. Or what does that mean, though? Well, I, I know that's what I'm saying. I don't know if he was just like, it's just stupid. It's just pointless. Like, I don't know what he what his reasoning was. A he lot of like, these, yeah, I'm just never going to do it. A lot of these guys that people want to do it right are on these huge, huge multimillion dollar contracts. And in their mind, if they do the dunk contest and they don't look awesome doing it, they'll be lame. Oh, OK. And I. Why why risk being called lame for a hundred thousand dollars when you're already making seventy million? Yeah, or or just fucking have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. People like, would people would just be excited. I think that you were in it. It's it's. Sure. I mean, I, I talking about the other day. It's really you could have had a dunk contest in like 2012. And it could have been LeBron and Carmelo and Wade. You could have had, you could have done it earlier and had more. Now, I, Vince Carter did his time. He did multiple dunk contests. Michael Jordan did multiple dunk contests. If you want to be a dunker known as like dunk guy in the NBA and you're willing to do anytime, like I don't want to get hurt. If you didn't want to get hurt, then in an NBA game, you would do layups every time. Sure. But these guys are doing 360s in games and windmills in games. Dude, come on. Don't You All have right. to have a better excuse than, like, I don't want to hurt myself. Sure. Sure. I, yeah, I, I Just don't. Just say you're too really big for the dunk contest, and I'll give you a pass. They're calling the uh, the – Dunk contest uh, trophy, the Dr. J trophy. I think that giving That's him sick. his flowers is is good. That is sick. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I just I don't understand it either. Um, you know, for the NFL uh, Pro Bowl, you know the 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 most sense. It, it makes the most sense when pe- people are like, "I'm playing in the Super Bowl." Yeah, no shit, I'm not gonna, you know, or whatever. Like that right. makes a lot of sense. Um, or if they're about to have a baby, you know, with their, with their wife, like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, you know, whatever. Yeah. But 
you know, or they just want to go golfing on a Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't want to do it. You know, whatever. And that's what we were talking about a few weeks ago is just like the pro bowl. If it's going to be like this, uh, you know, very low contact and no contact, a lot more people are probably just going to come and have fun. Mm-hmm. And it's just so it's so stupid that the NBA has been that way, been the opposite for so long, which is just like, no, I just don't want to do it. Like Aaron Gorin was the classic one where he like he honestly probably should have won his dunk contest that year. For sure. And and did not. And he was just like, no, the scoring's fucking stupid. I'm never going to do it again. Yeah, he, that's like, uh, on, dude. See, that's and that's a, I think if you put too many like legitimate superstars in it they actually might be like, that's bullshit. You can't give us all 50. Someone has to be better. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And someone like, my dunk was way harder. Or my dunk was way cooler. Whatever it's going to be, but uh, the dunk contest should be fun. And if you could get a group of guys that were like elite superstars that were awesome athletically, it could just be fun. And you just be like, look, Someone's going to win, but, like, don't be, like, sour about it. Right. And I understand, like, Eric Gordon being like, I'm the dunk guy. You should have given it to me. Sure. But but then having, like, Zach Levine be like, I'm also dunk guy. I deserve it, too. So, whatever. Right. But this year, there was no contest. There was only one dunk guy. <laughs> a, little, uh, a little 6'2 white guy. I saw I saw immediately afterwards people were posting the uh, uh Dave Chappelle uh racial draft skit and mm. now <laughs> Matt Matt's been the first round pick this year, so he he now nice. is elevated. Beautiful. First round draft pick. Shouts out. Love that. So that Saturday was fun for me. And I, I'm so tired of everyone being like, it's lame, it's stupid, they don't even try. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They don't, they're not giving it their best, but it's fun to see your favorite players shoot the ball. And it's fun to see people do dunks that you would never see anywhere else. Like, right. If if it doesn't impress you that they're some some kid is jumping over five feet of human, then Change your pants. I don't care, man. You got to dump in there. And then moving that into Sunday, uh, I like how they're doing the all-star game now, um, points-wise. I don't like that they're drafting the players. I liked East versus West. That always was fun for me because I always wanted the West to win. Sure. Uh, But uh, Nikola... Jokic, the Joker, baby. I'm the Joker, baby. He was essentially the last pick. Three-time, probably going to be three-time MVP was the last pick because obviously his skills do not translate to all-star game goof. They're just big goof. But he gave LeBron a bad time and, like, didn't even let LeBron pick him. He just, like, walked over to his side. He goes, I'm making the pick. So that was yeah. that, that was funny. Um, I saw that little video. That was funny. And and the All-Star game is fun. So the first, the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, you do points per quarter, and then you add them together for, like, the cumulative score. And then the fourth quarter is whoever is in the lead 
you tack on 24 points to that and whatever team gets to that number first wins. So it was really fun watching them play and shoot and dunk. And I mean, Damian Lillard hit a shot from behind half court and it was so good. Just walked Mm. up and bang. There was a point in time where uh, Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell we're just passing it to each other back and forth, just hitting three after three after three. I don't care that they don't play defense. I care that they're taking shots that look awesome and they're just killing them. Yeah. I don't care sure. that they're not playing defense and that guys are running down the court, throwing it off the backboard and just dunking it. Dude, no kidding. This game isn't real. No kidding that on Thursday, they're going to go play real basketball again. Of course, they're not going to kill themselves in this. But in that fourth quarter, when you have 10 elite superstars playing in that game, they care and they play a little defense and they pass and they're moving and everyone on the floor is a threat to score. And it's fun to watch. Sure. Uh, With that being said, Jason Tatum set the all-time record, scored like 55 points. Yeah. Got, Got the MVP. Very cool. Uh, Giannis didn't play because he was hurt, but he started the game, did a dunk, and then checked himself out. That was funny. I saw that as well, yeah. LeBron looked like he almost dislocated his finger blocking or trying to block a shot, so he didn't play in the second half. Um, mm. And then at halftime, they did like a weird, we're going to bring out the top three scores of all time. And so Carl Malone got to come out again and be just a grump on stage. And LeBron and uh, Kareem all got to stand there. So that was cool to see. Uh, And really puts into perspective how long LeBron had played and how much he has scored. And uh, Carmelo just looked like a sad sack of shit being in third place. Hey, man. That's uh, third or second worst he's the, the third loser second yeah <laughs> the best at being not second third <laughs> sure right, right, right. so yeah uh, whatever the, the entertainment value was high for me i like it i always like nba all-star weekend basketball is my favorite thing and i sure. it always is so fun to watch the best players do what we do at the park it's us going to the park and just having fun Obviously, we got to go to work the next day, and if we blow out our knees or roll our ankle, it's embarrassing. So we don't do that. So if you can't enjoy some fun, just I don't care about it then. Your opinion doesn't matter on it. I'm going to take what you just said to the bank uh, and say the only thing stopping me from playing in the NBA is I have to go to my – Nine to five, Monday That's, through Friday, day job. You, you always had it in you. You always did. <laughs> That's it's, the only thing that stops It's me. not your if fault. I didn't have you're, a job. Watch out, boys. <laughs> it's not your fault you're 5'10 and can't shoot, but boy, could you pass the rock. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's messed up. Man. There's I only shoot one, just fine, okay? There's I can't only fix one, my height, but I, I shoot just fine. All right. Have you have you considered doing the leg extension surgery? 
<laughs> no, that sounds like an absolute nightmare to rehab from. I don't know. Is two inches worth it? At this point in my life, no. <laughs> um, you could you could be in the six foot club though. That's, I, I just don't give a shit. We get special discounts that you don't know about. Oh man, damn. Okay, I'm not supposed to yeah. talk about it, but we do. And if if you're six foot and over, you know about them. Don't tell people. Okay. Okay. Well. Funny that you say that because I get uh, under six foot discounts as well. So I think it all evens out in the end. I think they just call that the short end of the stick. Yeah, exactly. It's a pity, <laughs> pity tax or whatever. Pity, pity welfare. Dude, I didn't know this. Uh, we booked our hotel in Seattle and we had to pay a tourist tax. I fucking live in Washington. I'm not a tourist. Yeah, yeah. Is that a Some King hotels- County tax? Some hotels call it like a like a concierge fee. Some hotel, it's basically just a made up fee that hotels have. It, it it you can't escape it even if you live in Washington. So I almost was like mad enough to call them, and then Ash was like, "It's four dollars." Yeah, like, it's oh. not crazy. Okay, but I'm it's paying them. Dime. I'm paying them fifty to park my car. I'll live with four dollars. <laughs> yeah, <I> guess. Sure. <laughs> but I was like, "What yeah, the exactly. hell?" Yeah, Tourist. Yeah. In my own backyard? What can you do? Nothing. I'll pay the $4 and never talk about it again. Until they they do it again. And Uh, again. And again. Big big weekend. Had a lot of fun with sports this weekend. Felt good. Uh, We're going to... Excuse me. We're going to keep doing... We're going to keep doing the XFL because that hooked us. That that felt like a fun event. Very fun. And uh, I think now I, I projected a little later, but I think we're going to shift into a little more hoops talk uh, sp- sprinkled in. We don't got to do a lot of hoops talk, but just a little sprinkled in hoops talk uh, week to week um, until we get to uh, baseball season and uh, football free agency, because that'll be those will be hot. Uh, yeah, we did, we did decide today that on opening day we will be doing a uh, live stream watching the Mariners, and uh, I will be eating one hot dog an inning. Uh, Is their first game the twenty eighth Tuesday of April? Or I don't no, know when the Mariners Mar- opening day. I don't know. Oh, okay. If it's on a Tuesday, I'm going to be mad. Let me take a look real quick. Of course. I mean, that's what we're here for. This is, this is fact oh, check. This time. Friday is their first game. No, that's, that's no. That, oh, is it? That's spring ball? Or, yes. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. looks like uh, the second of March. It, no. I'm just looking at schedules, bro. I know. Look. (laughs) I'm going to knock you out. Go to first half of the season, 2020. No, you're right. You're right. It's still spring ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday. It's Thursday, March 30th. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is the first game of the season at 7 o'clock. All right. I was a month off. Suck my ass. 
Thursday, March 30th, we will be doing hot dog season. Hot dog season. We're seasoning uh, hot dogs. But uh, hot dog season officially starts today on President's Day. That's a new well, decree. Uh, lucky for your boyfriend, hot dog season for you is 365 days of the year. Oh, <laughs> how long have you been sitting on that one? I just thought of it. I, I'm no, you very, did not. Mm. I'm a very clever man. <laughs> oh, I was going to tell you, this is, uh, we've now entered the general bullshit time. Yes. Uh, I bought a, a little box of basketball cards this weekend. Nice. And this brand seemed faker and all shit. Okay. But, uh, I, I got one card that had a little piece of jersey in it. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Who was it of? Uh, let me grab it real fast. It was uh, it was a real player. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, it was little Jalen Green. Oh wow! Nice. Is that a Bobcats jersey? Huh? Is that Bobcats? What is that? Rockets. Rockets? Oh, nice. Right on. So, uh, this card is thick as all shit, too. Yeah, they have to be that thick for the jersey pieces. So I was like, oh, that's fun. Um, that's really cool. I well, I can't remember what brand this is. NBA Hoops brand? I don't know. Panini. Yeah, yeah, Panini. Yep, they're, they're real. So uh, Katie actually pulled uh, out of the... Um, NFL. I bought a couple of NFL premium packs. Katie pulled a Tom Brady, and that's like one of the, the highest cards in the set. So that's awesome. Yep. So yeah, I, <laughs> I like sports cards. I just don't know uh, that much about them compared to other trading cards. So that's true. Um, just trying to learn more from my dad, and and we might be able to do maybe some polls on 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 a video or something. Yeah. If you if you like sports cards, just Say so. Say so in the comments, and uh, you can be our expert. Yeah, tell us how much of an idiot we are, and and educate us. Uh, you have to do a special shout out, otherwise we lose a fan for life. I do. First, I wanted to talk about, uh, and I know we kind of do this at the end of almost every <laughs> video now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I want to kind of talk about like some other things that I'm interested in talking about as well. I'm. I'm going to start getting a lot heavier and maybe um, some other folks in our in our collective are as well, uh, a lot heavier in the UFC um, and, and really start trying to hit all those events uh, and hit hit them, meaning watch them. Well, not really? Going. You're not going to participate, you coward? <laughs> I might fight. Uh, I might <laughs> fight my my own inner demons. That's fine. Um, but uh, I want to get more into UFC. I just think it's it's really fun to to watch these men and women beat the shit out of each other. And then uh, I'm interested oh, in the March Madness stuff. I oh, think we should at... uh, plug our our brackets in to at least the yes. video aspect of things. Yes. We, oh yeah. Uh, so that's that's coming up very soon. Um, Selection Sunday, I think, is in three weeks. Yeah. And then. We'll set up um, set up a group um, that anyone can join. 
and uh, the winner can have a piece of merch. Ooh, that would be pretty that's what fun. We'll do. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Very nice. I can make these um, decisions because I am a CEO. He is the boss. Well, he I, tried to, I tried to promote Ash again today, but she wanted none of it. That's okay. We'll, so it we'll looks get, like you're up for another promotion soon. Thank you. We'll get our partners <laughs> more heavily involved as time goes on. Um, now it's shouts out time. All right, uh, shouts out time. I had a uh, a uh, a fan come up to us uh, <laughs> while I, come up to me while I was bowling yesterday. Um, <laughs> You're pretty big. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm known on the mean streets of Lewiston, Idaho. Um, shout out to my man Colton. He is uh, either on his way or has already arrived uh, to Boise, Idaho, to participate in the uh, Idaho Junior State Championships for bowling. So, Colton, kick some butt out there uh, and go Battle Cats. And we hope to uh, hear some very positive things about how you did while bowling. Hey, 300 or nothing. Hey, yeah, <laughs> he he already knows if he if he rolls any less than a two seventy, he's disowned from the family. So I uh, I once had a three hundred going into the tenth frame, and uh, hit like three pins. So no, you didn't. I did. So you what'd you get like a two ninety seven? Nope, because I didn't pick up the spare. Oh, okay. First throw of the tenth, worst throw I've ever had. Then I bricked off the spare into with like a 280 something. Wow. That's really impressive. No. I've seen you roll pretty strong though. I've seen you do, you know, like four or five strikes in a row. So I, I believe that you've gotten above 250. Was, ah, no, I don't. No, a I 250? Don't. Fuck you. I don't believe, I don't believe you. I, I've bowled above a 250. This, this 300 I'm talking about was in a nine pin no tap. So you only had to hit uh, nine to get the strike. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But, uh, I, I think yeah. I saw you bowl like a 210, 215 or something once. Next, so. time, next, next time I go bowling, I'll bowl a 260 right in your face. <laughs> I don't believe it, bro. Oh, tell me I can't and I will. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have anybody that you want to shout out? No. You could have made something up. You could have been funny. <laughs> I don't want to be disingenuous, but no. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I thought I was everyone's favorite host, but it turns out I'm not. I'm going to have to stop saying that shit. Well, you have stopped saying it. That's why people don't like you anymore. You got to start the, the superlatives. I'm the best ever. You know what? I do have a shout out. Yeah, make it happen. Fuck you, Crawley. That's fair. <laughs> Shouts out. Go play Fortnite. Oh, Got did him. he ditch you guys for Fortnite? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> but but Mike Mike just told him go play Fortnite. I haven't heard from him since. Been two oh, weeks. <laughs> no. You guys disowned him and now he's not gonna come back. No, but he'll he'll definitely come back because he critiques every episode I do. That's fair. Which is what I need. He's also our totally meme fair. guy, and I haven't gotten a good meme in a while, so Let's figure that out, okay? 
Listeners and viewers in the chat, uh, please feel free to send us your most dank memes. Sports yeah. related is preferred. That's cool. Last week, Kyle and I tried to start uh update. Last week, Kyle and I tried to start our own uh competitive esports team. Um we did not get any submissions, so we have no team currently, but that's still on the table. So uh tweet us, email us at Sunday Scaries22 on Twitter and uh Cottonwood Media Group at gmail.com. You can send us those highlights. We will put together an esports team in something. What are you guys thinking? Call of Duty? No, God, no. You have to have like $10 million to get in the CDL. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, Also, if anyone has $10 million, um, contact me immediately. We'll put that to real good use. Yes. I'm sure we wouldn't botch that at all. I don't think so. I would still go to work on Monday. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck all that. Till <laughs> um, next time or what? Yeah, I, I don't have anything else. It was a great weekend of sports. Um, and uh, maybe we'll get some bowling. Let's, let's also think about some bowling content. Here, here, here's... Uh, here's the deal. I've been pitching this idea and we're going to make it happen, but it's just the boys try and we go set up the camera and we do events that we all may be bad at or may be good at and just see what happens. Sure. And if I got to set up that camera and bowl a 260 live in front of millions, I'll do it. No pressure. I I don't think you're going to get a 190. I'm already a diamond. You can't apply more pressure. All right, 180 now. Oh, I average 170. Keep talking and you're going to go lower. That's good for me. It's like golf. If I bowled a zero, that would be just as impressive as bowling a 300. You're talking yourself in a hole here, bud. Until next time. It's been real and it's been fun. It's been real fun. See ya. Later.